Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Has the news got you down? Not with this funny guy. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller. (laughs) (laughs) Shalom, shalom, everybody. Guess what? I was told that I'm a financial drain in my marriage. Hi-oh! But that's okay because I'm in an undisclosed location right now. It's Monday. You know what that means. It's lighting up on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller. I'm your host. And let's give it up for the beautiful, the Persian immersion, Roya Mosinian. Hello. Good morning or good evening or wherever you are. It might be a different time. What do you, <laughs> what do you, you say? Know, I come in with so much energy and you're just like, hello, good morning, uh, good evening, uh, good afternoon. Uh, I don't know where you are. Uh, hello. Come on, Roya, get with it. Just say hello. Well, I just looked outside and it's snowing, so it like freaked me out all snowing. of a sudden. Yeah. Okay. It's funny. It's snowing where you are. It's raining where I am. And you're, you're only two hill. minutes away from me. <laughs> Look outside. It's weird. Okay. Anyway, all back right. on track. Back on track. How was Back your uh, weekend, uh, Roya? Are you healed from your car accident? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm still like kind of recovering. It's kind of freaking me out because I have this like ch- uh, pain across my chest still. So I'm going to the doctor tomorrow again just oh, to get okay. checked out. I think that the, you know the seatbelt and the airbag—they're very life-saving, but it really screws you up. You oh know? yeah, yeah. High impact. That's so, right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, my son ate a pecan last night, and we had to go to the emergency room because he's allergic, so that was fun. I had a great weekend. How about you, Stephen? Oh, it was wonderful. Well, before I tell you about our weekend, let's say hello to our listeners. Of course, the United States of China, India, Israel, South Africa, and Australia's listening. Good day, mate. (laughs) You know, it's the future in Australia. They're like three days ahead of us. Oh, that many (laughs) days? Yeah. They know what's happening. They can see into the future. Right. They're the future. Uh, So my weekend, um, terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So let me let me just explain to everyone what's going on in the United States. So uh, Saturday night, Motzei Shabbos, which means after Shabbat, I decided to go out and order a pizza. Okay. Okay. So I order I order the pizza and with my pizza. I like a side salad. That's what I like. You know me, Roya. I like my side salads. You have right? to have your side salad. Russian dressing. That's right. You got yes. it. So oh, I yeah. call up. I order the pizza, and I said, I would like a side salad, please. They go, oh, we're not – we don't do those anymore. I go, what do you mean we're not – you don't – Anymore. What do you mean, I can't, do you mean we, I can't have a side salad? She's like, no, um, uh, salad is – lettuce is too expensive now, so we're, we're not giving it out. You're I go, kidding. No, I'm not kidding. I said, excuse me? I, I've never heard of that before. Are you are you kidding me? She's like, no, it's too expensive. We're not offering it. So you can't have a side salad. No side salad for you. No, no soup for you. If you watch so I, I, I'm really confused. I get to the pizza place, and meanwhile, it's Roman delight. Oh, yeah. They I have like a whole – it's a full – Wait, that's a full restaurant. That's right. Well, apparently I spoke to the owner because I was very confused. I said, excuse me, you know, all I did, I wanted a side salad with Russian dressing (laughs) with my pizza. And this lady over here says that you guys can't afford salad anymore. It's like, well, it's $100. uh, It's $100 a crate uh, or a case. And we're only offering side salads if you eat it 
indoors. If you order, if you dine in, then you can order the side salad. And it gets more it, convoluted. It gets and, more. and it's complimentary. It gets better. I said, wait a second. This is all while I'm, you know, trying to get my pizza. Right. I said, wait a second. You're telling me that I order on the phone. I can't have a side salad. But <laughs> if I come in here with my family and order food and sit at a table, then you'll give it to me. Not only will you give it to me, but you will give it to me for free. That makes no sense. It makes no sense. It, it really doesn't. I said, you're, so you're paying $100 a case for lettuce, and you're giving it away for free? <laughs> it makes zero sense. It makes zero sense. He starts getting frustrated with me because I'm probably the only customer. Because you make sense. Because I make sense. He's like, well, you know what? I can't afford – I can barely get employees to work here, and I can't afford to have a cashier lady making <laughs> side salads for people who wanted to go. Uh, and he goes, I'm redoing the whole menu, and I'm taking off salad, baby. <laughs> no more salad you at Roman him. I Stephen, him. you he... triggered this poor man who's trying to get by and, and scrape some dimes together. And Wow. So now there's no more salad at Roman Delight when he redoes the menu. If I sit in, I can have a side salad. But if I order out, I ask them, I said, well, how about if I order the food in and then I, you give me a to-go box and I dump it in and walk out the store? Can I do that? <laughs> he got very upset he, with me. He's like, don't come back again. Yeah. No side salad for you. This guy's get out. This guy's a salad Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. Well, listen, you know, I do understand that uh, the price of things has, has surely gone up tremendously, especially food and, well, everything. But, uh, but his logic is, doesn't really make sense. It doesn't make sense. Well, if nothing in this world makes sense anymore. So that's what's going on in America. Now pizza places cannot afford salad. So the salad is not – we're going we're gonna to have a famine. <laughs> no salad in the United States. And, and, and what's, what's, what's crazy is that as I'm having this conversation with them, you know, a line is building up behind me for people who have ordered in. And guess who's standing behind me? A man wearing a mask. <laughs> this, was, this was really a bad Saturday night for you. You did not get your salad, which you require. I know you. You have to have a full meal. Pizza <laughs> by itself is not a full meal. No, I was very upset. And I'm like, it's because of this guy. guy. It's because <laughs> of this guy wearing a mask that you can't get employees to make my side salad. <laughs> it all made sense. And you right. you upset him because you 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 made sense. That's right. Well, something similar happened to me. Um, you know, I teach yoga with goats. And <laughs> I've been teaching there, I've been teaching there like over five years, and I get paid the same amount. For five years, and everything in the world has gone up in price. Correct? Right. So you know, the guy who cuts my lawn tells me he needs to charge more, and uh, so I tell her, you know, I need to up it by twenty dollars. What does she do? She lowers it by ten dollars. Now she's nickeling and diming me. I couldn't believe it. Wait. So everything is being raised, and you get a pay cut? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then. So I get, like, get my check and I'm like, oh, this is strange. So then I text her and I'm like, uh, this is not what I meant. <laughs> She's like, well, it's slow in the winter. So, you know, so it's like, well, this is counterintuitive of what I was trying to do. I was trying to get more money. So anyway, this is the mentality. That's right. The world and, is if you, and if you notice, so you, you mentioned I'm in a different uh, background. That's, I'm in an undisclosed location. I had <laughs> to uh, hiding had from to... the. 
I'm, I'm hiding from the uh, salad Nazis. Um, <laughs> so I decided to hang out and hide out with my mother. <laughs> <laughs> she'll protect you. Yeah, she'll protect me. So that's that's why I'm in a, I'm in an undisclosed location. And uh, and, and, and and times are tough because uh, apparently yesterday when I was trying to watch, uh, you know, some football, uh, my mother was going around turning off all the lights. And I was like, excuse me, I'm sitting here. She's like uh, the electric bill. I have to pay the electric bill. So now I have to sit in the dark. <laughs> it does look very dark behind you. I can see uh, yeah, your, yeah. your little screen. I am not allowed to turn on lights. I well, have to live in the dark now. You have to be you have to be conservative. <laughs> no, no side salads. And I'm living in the dark. <laughs> oh, Stephen, I feel for you. All the things you love are being stripped from you. Side salads, all the lights on in the house, everything. <laughs> That's right. And, and and she's deaf. She can't hear. So she can't hear anything I'm saying right now. So like That's this morning, I got up early this morning to take the dog out. And uh, and I said, oh, uh, mom, just so you know, I, I took the dog out. She says, you use the garage? <laughs> Does that require too much uh, power, too much electricity? <laughs> Point Opening is, and closing the garage? The point is, I told her I took the dog out. She thought I said the garage. Oh, oh, I thought she didn't want you to use electricity opening it. No, Roya. I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about her deafness. Her deafness. I was like, I took the dog out. She's like, you use the garage? <laughs> like, no, I didn't say that. I took the dog out. <laughs> I love your mother. <laughs> God, this is my oh, life. Oh, Stephen. Well, hopefully you have uh, some good news stories to lighten yourself up. Oh, I do. We have. First of all, uh, we're going to have a story. I'm going to share with you and the whole world the dumbest story on earth. I found the <laughs> dumbest story on earth that I will share uh, and um, some good woke stuff uh, we have, yep. um, which you're going to love. And uh, I don't know. That's uh, what anything. What, what, what would you like to share before we before have, we go? I, I have a little quick story. Which is go funny. ahead. Remember a couple of weeks ago, um, I talked about the words uh, yes, that should words. be banned, right? Yes. Like when yes. we enter the new year, there's always stuff like that. So I have uh, baby names that are reportedly banned in America. Okay. Um, so the best part is like they ban, um, you know, like Roman numerals and stuff like that as names, which, which kind of makes sense. But then the funniest Who's part... Who's naming a baby after a Roman numeral? Oh, well, even, apparently... That like not make sense. Well, Elon Musk tried to name his baby something bizarre with, like, with like Roman numerals and um, symbols and stuff. It's, it's really insane. But the best part to me is that um, 10 examples of prohibited baby names reportedly include... King, Queen, Jesus Christ, Santa Claus, and then Adolf Hitler. I want to know who's naming their son Adolf Hitler. Is that the most <laughs> offensive thing ever? I want to know who's naming their son Jesus Christ. <laughs> right. So it's funny to me that they have to kind of ban these. You know, you can't put them on your birth certificate because people Great. actually try. Oh, my God. Great. People so let's insane. see. You can't name your baby uh, Adolf Hitler, and you can't have a side salad anymore. <laughs> and right. I'm living in the dark because I can't turn on lights. Yep. What does this Listen, world come to? It, it, it's insanity. All right. Well, when we get back, we're going to share some more insanity. So stick around, everybody. There's plenty of it.
Has the news got you down? Not with this funny guy. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Israel News Talk Radio, the show Lighten Up. My name is Steve Miller with my beautiful, beautiful host, Miss Roya Mosinian. Roya, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for that lovely uh, compliment. Of course, you are. You are, you are the beautiful Persian immersion. <laughs> That's why I keep you as my friend. That's right. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to start off a story. You're going to like this one. I've changed my mind during the commercial, so now you don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, surprise me. I am going to surprise you. Okay. Uh, okay, here we go. <laughs> okay, this, I don't know if you've heard this. This is a really good, so uh, apparently uh, a Michigan school board member uh, parents line up to slam a woke Michigan school board member for saying whiteness is evil and that white people are more dangerous than wild animals. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the school said that? The school board, a school board school member. Board. It says here, Jackson oh. public school board member under fire for tweeting whiteness is evil. <laughs> so one of the school board members, uh, her name is Kesha, Kesha Hamilton, a uh. beautiful Nubian princess. <laughs> um, she tweeted out a whole bunch of racist stuff. Um, she faced backlash at uh, parents, and because uh, she tweets, uh, she's she's a she's a racist, and she huh? tweets. This is what she tweets. Now, this is a school board member. <laughs> uh, oh, white whiteness is so evil it manipulates, and then it says, "I won't apologize for my dishonesty and trauma, including practices and thinks you should applaud it for being." honest about its ability to manipulate and be dishonest <laughs> i don't even know what she said there but it sounded basically, bad she's, basically <laughs> she's just calling white people the devil and uh she goes here uh this is another tweet the last thing you have to worry about is an animal uh though that could be a very real threat more dangerous than animals are any white folks you may see on the trail be safe <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like maybe she took some kind of mind-altering drugs and then started tweeting. Right. So seeing white she's... people on the trail, like animals. I well, mean... check this out. So, so she's a black woman, and her ex-husband is white. <laughs> <laughs> Does she have children with him? Yes, she's got oh. six white children. Oh or... my! And she hates white people. She and and her, it says here Hamilton whose ex-husband is white, has still failed to delete the tweets and defended the remarks at the board meeting. <laughs> this is just stupid. It what's, is. What's dumber? Not having a side salad that you can take out, but you can eat it in for free, or this tweet. <laughs> it's, a, it's a tough one. Um, it, it, uh, her husband is white, and he doesn't condemn it. And he 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 won't take her tweets down. And he's like, uh, listen, I was married to her, and she's right. I am the white devil. White people are evil. <laughs> and the and the best part is she has children. I wonder what? how they feel. She has children who are half white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Oh, people have lost their minds, Stephen. Oh, they they really have. Um, so, yeah. So she compared white people to animals. <laughs> If you see and, them on the trail, go the yeah, other way. A, it says parents demanded a Michigan school board member to be fired on Tuesday after she tweeted, whiteness is, is evil. Uh, now, let me ask you something, Roy. Now, you're a woman of color, right? You're, you're Iranian. And oh, no, do, are, you, 
Yeah. Do uh, do white people scare you? Do I scare you? I'm terrified of you in particular. Not white people, just you. <laughs> no, no, nobody scares me. I mean, if you look like a crazy person, you know, you're like disheveled and, and you're holding a rifle walking down the street. That'll scare me. But just a person in general doesn't scare me. Right. Right. <laughs> people are scared of my dog. He's the biggest wimp because he yeah. barks loud. Funny the things people are scared of. He's about to bark at me. I'm ignoring him. If I look him in the eyes, he's going to start barking. Now, imagine if this was a white school board member saying that black people are evil and blacks are compared to animals. Yes. There were people immediately fired. There were people who defended her and were saying, oh, she's she's not racist. She's just saying she's talking. She's not talking about white people. She's talking about white, about uh, systemic racism. It's just offensive. And if you're if you're a school board member or board member, you you should just remain neutral. Even you know, don't don't tweet stuff like that out. Right. Well, people are crazy. And uh, I'll tell you what's great um, about her uh, that she works. She she has her own uh, business because you know school board members. It's not a full time job. So she has her own company, and her and company she she's a uh, a racial diversity and inclusive uh, director. She has a company where she talks about racial inclusiveness and 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 uh, equality, and yet she's the biggest racist of all, and she hates white people, <laughs> and that's her job. She goes around and tells people uh, how to don't be, be inclusive. Right, yeah. be inclusive, but white man is the devil. <laughs> Unbelievable. Kesha, Kesha, Kesha Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, uh, white people are the devil. Anyway, how inclusive of her? Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, uh, so did you have any other? Uh, did you have a story, or would you like me to continue on? Uh, continue, because I have to put my glasses on. Continue, because I'm totally continue. not prepared for the show. That's, <laughs> that's really what you mean. Uh, I'm in my new, pajamas. Is that? Oh, is that... good. If you, as long yeah. as you have the attitude that you don't care, the show is great. <laughs> okay, go for it, Stephen. Okay, first of all, if uh, uh, to our producer, who is also the white devil. Uh, maybe she can put up any countries that are, you know, if there are any new countries that are listening. Uh, okay. Here's one you're going to love. Church of England apologizes for the treatment of LGBTQ people. (laughs) (laughs) Have they been bad to them? Have they been? Oh uh, oh yeah, this is great. So it says the Church of England formally apologized Friday for its treatment of LGBTQ plus whatever that means, uh, plus people. Uh, Even as it said, the same-sex couples still won't be allowed to marry in its churches. (laughs) (laughs) We're sorry, but we're still against you. (laughs) That's right. So the the church says like this, the Church of England, we want to apologize for the ways in which the Church of England has treated the LGBTQI plus people, both (laughs) those who worship in our churches and those who do not. The bishop said in a statement, for the times we have rejected you, excluded you, and those <laughs> who you choose to love, we are deeply sorry. The I occasions- love the accent. Oh, thank you. <laughs> the occasions on which we have received a hostile, homophobic response in our churches are absolutely shameful. And for this, we repent. <laughs> but... Less- but nonetheless, the Church of England stance is matrimony is restricted to unions between one man and one woman. 
<laughs> is that not the greatest? We apologize for hating you, and we're sorry, and we will repent, but don't dare walk into our church. <laughs> <laughs> don't dare expect to be treated fully equal, but we're sorry. Yeah, that's so that's the Church of England. So I love uh, this kind of apologies. They're like apologies, but they're really not apologies. Well, they a, have, they, the, the church should apologize to the Jews, especially for kicking us out in the uh, – in the in the in the medieval times, and they, they have a stole... lot of apologizing to do all oh, the way around. Yeah, they're they're terrible. They're terrible. They really are. Um, so speaking of LGBTQ, here, uh, this is a local story for you and I. So uh, if anyone follows uh, hockey, the uh-huh. Philadelphia Flyers are in the news in the international news. Are you aware of what's going on with the Flyers, Roya? Well, I did hear a story about um, one of the young men who didn't want to participate in something. That's right. Yes, so, yes. That's uh, it says the Flyers coach, I don't even know who these people are, but it basically the coach of the Philadelphia Flyers hockey team uh, mm-hmm. defends uh, Provorov's pride boycott. So apparently. So that's, uh, oh, that's let, his last name? Yeah, he's someone, he's a Russian, he's a Russian defenseman. Huh. His name is Ivan Provorov. Okay. Uh, and he's, he decided to cite religious beliefs as his reason uh, to boycott the team's pregame pride celebration. Um, so basically, before the game on Tuesday night against the Anaheim Ducks, the 26-year-old Russian sat out warm-ups during which the Flyers uh, wore pride-themed jerseys. I don't even know what that means. And used hockey sticks wrapped in rainbow tape. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny because hockey is like a really manly sport. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's and so now they're – physical, ice That's hockey. right. Really. That's right. So this guy, oh. he refuses to probably wear his rainbow jersey, and yeah, I'm not. And he's like, I am not going to wrap my tape, my hockey stick in rainbow tape. I don't think I'd wrap my hockey stick in anything. It's like I don't put signs on my lawn. I don't care what it says. I'm not. I don't like that. And I don't put stickers on my car. That's right. No matter what it says. So I just, why would he wrap anything around his hockey stick? Well, he. So after the after the game. The press was all over him asking him, why didn't you oh. wear your gay jersey? And why didn't you wrap your stick in rainbow tape? You racist? And he and, probably uh, didn't care, did he? No, he says, well, he I, 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 I respect everyone's belief in what they want to how they want to live their lives. But during my but it's due to my religious beliefs. You know, I, I don't believe in it. So I'm not yeah. going to stand for it, which is fine. And fine. Instead, he, the media, they're so it's like they said, what's your religion? That's what they asked him in the press conference. What's your religion? I mean, meanwhile, wasn't it about two weeks ago that the whole world was praying to Hashem God for that football player? Yes. And, yes. and everyone everyone loved God. But now all of a sudden, one right. hockey player doesn't want to wrap his stick in rainbow tape. And everyone's <laughs> like, what's your religion? You're you're racist. Oh, the hypocrisy. God. Right. The hypocrisy. Yep. I, ha- and, I have. Go ahead. And, and yeah. Uh, and then asking him what his religion is as if, you know. Then they're going to kind of use that against him or whatever it is. It doesn't matter. He doesn't want to do it. That's right. Well, uh, when we get back after this uh, break, I I just want to finish up with this because I have an idea which I think will help the uh, NHL and the Philadelphia Flyers organization. So if they want to have hockey players wear uh, gay uniforms and wrap their sticks in rainbow color tape, (laughs) uh, I have a solution. And you have to stick around to hear my answer, everybody. We'll be right back after these messages. It should be good. Hi. 
Has the news got you down? Not with this funny guy. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. It's our third segment. I can't believe it. I, I almost missed the uh, entrance because I had to get my orange juice. I totally you did. Had, my your, juice. had your mom is walking behind you. As my, as my mother is walking by. Is she, was, she, was she shuffling by? No, no, she actually stopped and looked. Oh, she's like, where did you go? Make sure you turn off the lights. I like she to keep it dark in here. <laughs> I wish I videotaped that. Thank oh, God this gosh. is radio. Baruch Hashem, this is radio, and people can't see that the tragedy of my life right now. That's great. I don't mind talking about it because that's what I do. Um, and maybe later on, maybe next week, I'll reveal to everybody... Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> what happened? You froze up. Uh, because you know uh, they did gay. Uh, they 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 had gay. Um, you know, a gay theme, and the and the hockey player didn't want to wear a gay outfit for warm ups and wrap his sticks in uh, wrap his sticks in uh, in rainbow tape. You with me, it's, Roya? Yep, yep. I'm here. Okay, it, it's, good. I'm I'm just dumbfounded by this story. So I'm going to figure, you know, if they're going to do that to celebrate the LGBTQ, uh, they should do it for everyone. Right. So so maybe yes. for, for so for Black Knight, they should make all the hockey players wear like big afros and skate around. <laughs> right. With, with like a big pick in their hair. How about that, NHL? <laughs> and how about your National Jewish Night? Yes. Have, well, but they do. They come out with a uh, big payas and they yes. black hat and, and, and seat seat. And then and instead yes. of uh, and they would take hockey sticks and they play the hockey game with frozen bagels. How about that? How about that, NHL? <laughs> so if you if you want to just you know make everyone uh, stereotype, let's do let's just do that. Let's huh? do that. Good point. Yeah. Excellent point. Right. Is there any is there any other minorities I forgot? <laughs> let's see. There's blacks, Jews, and gays. I think that pretty much sums up the world's <laughs> hatred. <laughs> Actually, I think that makes sense. We have to include everyone then. Do it oh. for everyone. Oh, wait, our, wait, our wait. Producer, Asians and, our and... All right, our producer said, hey, Asians. Fine. Oh. So for Asians, uh, we can uh, we can put some prosthetics of, uh, you know, <laughs> slanty eyes on all the hockey players, and they could run around with uh, rice patties. Chopsticks. chopsticks. Use chopsticks for, for uh, hockey sticks. Exactly. All right, so there you go, NHL. Those are my suggestions. So if you're going to do a gay night, just do everything. Do June do night, do, do black yep. night, Asian night, COVID night. Fat people night, <laughs> trans night, everything. Who cares? The whole All season right. will be filled with just like nights honoring different different right. types of people. <laughs> That's right. Love okay. It. Now here. Now I talked about this uh, in the beginning of the show. I have to share with you. Would you like to know? I found the dumbest story on the planet. <laughs> I can't wait to hear. Now, just remember, this is like. Uh, in the news, this is like uh, on a news source, on a news site. This there has to be a journalist, there has to be a reporter that that actually gets assigned this story. Mm -hmm. Right, right. There's actually some type of research that goes into writing the story. That's right. So when I read this, I was like, oh my god, this is uh, this is the dumbest thing. So here it is. Ready? It says uh, this is right here in the state of Pennsylvania. There was a story that was done. <laughs> it's called. Uh, Canton Avenue in Pittsburgh, the steepest street in the United States. <laughs> the steepest street? I thought that was in San Francisco. Nope. 
It's nope. apparently right outside of Pittsburgh, and that's what they're wasting the story on. There, <laughs> there is a story about a street that is steep. <laughs> it's so stupid that it's not even funny. <laughs> right. <laughs> it says Pittsburgh is a city known for its many incredibly steep streets. Really? I didn't know wow. that. <laughs> it says, but one stands out above them all as the steepest street in the United States, Canton <laughs> Avenue. Canton Avenue. Well, well, I wouldn't want to live on that street. Well, it, there's sure. a, it's a neighborhood, and they give out the address. And imagine the people that are living there. <laughs> it says Canton Avenue is, is located in the Beachview neighborhood, only a couple of miles south of downtown Pittsburgh in <laughs> Allegheny County. The street is only 600 feet long, but it has an average grade of 30% over its length. Now, I don't even know what that means because I'm horrible in math, and I went to public <laughs> school, but I can tell you there's a picture here. And you, did you see this, Roya? Oh, yeah, I, I see. Yep. Well, I can look it up. Everyone can look it up. It, I mean, it, it doesn't even look that steep. but No, it really doesn't. It, it says here there is even one short section that has a grade of 37%. Ooh. 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 Now, I feel Ooh. sorry for the journalist who had to get assigned this. Like, uh, excuse me. Uh, yeah, we're going <laughs> to do some stories here out in Pittsburgh. And uh, Joe... Uh, we want you to do the story on the steepest street in Pittsburgh. Go ahead. Go research that. Go out there. That's your first, that's your first assignment. The poor guy. He's, he must have just started. He'll take anything. It says here, I, and the, 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 the journalist writes, that being said that this is the steepest street, I can't imagine how crazy you would have to be even to attempt to drive down this road if you were allowed. And live there. Your and house there. would be like perpetually like, on a like sliding down the 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 this steep grade it doesn't sound like a great place to live it says since this is a public road all you have to do is drive up the road is make your way to the beachview neighborhood near the popular <laughs> beto's pizza <laughs> <laughs> i wonder Just if they so serve side salads <laughs> <laughs> please yes let's call beto's pizza and see if they sell side salad just off Route 19. I mean, and they're giving the coordinates out. The 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 Lenac what people. is it? The longitude and the latitude. I mean, this is the dumbest article. People it's... live here, and they're publicly telling like they're going to have everyone driving by just yes. so they can look at the steepest street in America. Who cares? Who cares? And then people are going to drive by and try to take their Instagram pictures there now. Yeah. So, this poor people. Anyway, so that's the that dumbest is dumb. story. Isn't that the dumbest story that in journalism? Dumb. Yeah, the things they report on. I mean, come on. Do you have anything else dumb? Nothing dumber than that. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> Somehow I knew you would. I got a lot of dumb stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to find it for you. Now, this, uh, I think this was reported. I want to make sure. No, not that one. Um Hold on, hold on. Oh, you're not organized, Steven. I know, I'm going through my phone. Um... Where is it? Oh, here it is. No. Here you didn't have enough Ready? nutrients over the weekend. You missed That's out right. on your salad. <laughs> <laughs> There's no your brain isn't functioning properly now. I know you. Oh, God. Here it is. Ready? Okay, I'm um, ready. This is this is a crazy story. I, I couldn't believe this. The Swedish government moves to get rid of permits permits needed for dancing. <laughs> you need a permit for dancing? That's right. Apparently if you are if, exactly. <laughs> That's what I wrote. <laughs> Apparently, Sweden is now living the movie Footloose. It says here, Sweden's center-right coalition government wants to cut red tape when it comes to dancing by abolishing a decade-old requirement for restaurants, nightclubs, and other venues 
to obtain permits before they allow patrons to dance away. <laughs> Apparently, you need a permit in Sweden if you want to go dancing. <laughs> the restaurant does. Or the in a club. restaurant. Or well, a club. They need... They need it needs to have government approval. So here it goes. It goes. The proposal made Thursday. Uh, the proposal made Thursday means that venues no longer would need a license to organize dances. This is what's going wow. on in Sweden. Yes. It's well, literally that's... the movie Footloose. It is. I can't even believe it. It's says... so, so, so silly. So if well, you at least they're to... abolishing it. No, but no, no, no. Here it is. It says instead, as a general rule, they would only have to register with the police, which can be done verbally and does not cost anything. Oh, so it's it's verbal, too. So, okay. So now you you don't have to pay money for a permit for your restaurant or nightclub to have people dance. Now you just call up the police and go, excuse me, I want to have my customers dance. Is that okay? (laughs) And then and then and then and then customers are allowed to dance. It makes zero sense. <laughs> that okay, another the, stupid story. That might be the dumbest story. Do you the believe world that is that, full of that, them. That's what's going on in Sweden. That is very dumb. You're not allowed to dance. It's Footloose in Sweden. It's Footloose. 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 Everybody <laughs> cut loose. If anyone doesn't know that movie, that movie was all about a town that outlawed dancing. And Kevin Bacon brought <laughs> dancing back into the town. And now, Kevin Bacon, we need you. We go need to you. Switzerland or Sweden. Go to Sweden. We need go Kevin to, Bacon. That was a Sweden. great movie. Go to Sweden and, and, and tell these people. Apparently, it's a law. They have to call the police if you own a nightclub in Sweden and, and just tell them people are dancing at my club. And the cops will be like, okay, that's okay. Fine. I don't even know if this is a Swedish accent. <laughs> it sounds good enough. Hey, wow, we, have two new, we have two new listeners, Brazil oh. and, and United Kingdom, Britain. Oh, hopefully they heard your story about the uh, monarchy apologizing. No, the church, Church of England. Oh, the church. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> you don't listen because <laughs> you don't care about this show. I do. I love it. Okay. All right. So what else you got? <laughs> did you do any work over the weekend? <laughs> I did. I, I do have a funny story. So share it. But, okay. A funny, funny, ridiculous story. Just ridiculous. Uh, so this, uh, Roya, Roya, the show is called Lighten Up. <laughs> right. So this is this is definitely a, an absurd story. Go so ahead. here we go. The headline is. Another transgender biological male offered a lucrative tampon endorsement deal. Hi, oh, so I don't man, know if we can say that word. Don't oh, say that a, word. <laughs> well, so the, the gist is that he's, he's a male, transgender, so I guess now, you know, posing as a female, but still has male, you know, body parts and doesn't have ovaries or a uh, uterus, but no. he has a... Uh, uh, a deal promoting uh, menstruation products. There you go. See, you have to learn silly? how to change up words. Yes, <laughs> yes. That is silly. That is it's... so silly. How is that even possible? So he's gonna have commercials. Hi, my name's Bob. Yeah. Don't you hate it when when you have menstrual cramps. <laughs> well, right. here I'm endorsing here. this product because I use it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on now. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> I'm gonna go out and buy a whole bunch today. I've never heard of such a thing. I mean, what's his name? Uh, let's see. Good question. Let's no, see. Well, he, he obviously do. changed it. Oh, so he's. Uh, let's see. 
Well, you keep asking me questions, and I'll think. Oh, I think he was named Jeffrey Marsh. Yeah. But I guess he changed it to something else. It doesn't tell you what his female name is? Uh, No. No. Yeah, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Uh, Only for comedy purposes. (laughs) (laughs) So women now have to uh, get advice on menstruation from a biological male who knows nothing about it. From Jeffrey. Yeah, from Jeffrey. Well, speaking, speaking of that, so here, so do you know, uh, so here's some uh, um, American politics. Do you know who uh, U.S. Uh, Representative George Santos is? Well, yes, I heard the story. I did not know who he was before this weekend. Did he win the election? I, I don't know. It just the, the story he, got more and more convoluted as the weekend okay. went on. And I was to just, our to our international listeners. He he's a, he's in the House of Representatives and apparently he lied about his resume and he made up all these stories and uh and he made but, up a story that his mother was at um in New York uh during 9/11 and right. was at ground zero he, but he apparently she was overseas. Right. right. He he said he that his, his fa- he said that his father was Osama bin Laden and apparently oh. it wasn't. Uh, and <laughs> and yeah, he said that he was Jewish and he wasn't Jewish. Anyway, he was a pathological is, liar. He's, yeah, I mean, he insane. lied on his resume, which who doesn't lie on their resume? I mean, certainly, yeah, you know, that I, I can I forgive. Right. So anyway, we'll check this out. This comes out from the Israel National News. So even Israel is talking about this guy. It says um, U.S. Representative George Santos participated in drag shows. <laughs> <laughs> It says, according to former associates, the representative who was under fire for fabricating his resume participated in multiple shows in Brazil in the early 2000s. Oh, we have Brazil listening. Oh, um, here it is. It says the United States rep George Santos, who has lately been under fire for lying about much of his resume and life story, competed as a drag queen in Brazilian beauty pageants 15 years ago. <laughs> hi So silly. Are they are they condemning him for doing that? Are they because we're supposed to be very inclusive of all this stuff? That's right. So why I is that I, even a story? I, right. It says here a 58 year old Brazilian performer who uses the drag name Ula Rochard. <laughs> Ula. Uh, told the news outlet she befriended the now congressman when he was cross-dressing in 2005 (laughs) at the first gay pride parade in Rio de Janeiro. She added that three years later, Santos competed in a drag beauty pageant in Rio. (laughs) (laughs) This guy just gets more and more strange. Isn't that hysterical? And then it it says uh, another person from Rio, uh, another drag queen who knew the congressman, uh, but asked not to be named, <laughs> uh, said that he participated in beauty pageants because Representative uh, Santos aspired to be Myth Gay Rio de Janeiro. That's so, the article. <laughs> that's the whole article. That's the which, article. Which, by the way, this guy, I mean, if he has all these kind of skeletons in his closet, he's lying, he's got to make up stuff, like, why run? For uh, public office, just uh, you know, know, put yourself in a know. corner and get a, you know, just like a normal job. Nobody will know. It's unbelievable, isn't it? It really this, is. This is the world. I mean, this is this is uh, what the world's coming to. That, and I can't get a side salad. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Twenty twenty three is turning out to be a strange year already. It really is, especially right? for me because I'm living me with too. my mother. 
<laughs> right. Who would have ever thought? You've who would now ever gone thought? back to 19, 1989. That's right. That's you right. I, I, I'm, I'm going uh, back in time. And uh, I live with an 80-year-old woman who doesn't let me turn on the lights <laughs> and who can't hear. Hopefully she'll buy lettuce for you at least. Keep it in the house. <laughs> right, right. Well, after I ordered the pizza and I went and she's and she and she said, "Don't worry about it, Stephen. I have some lettuce. I'll make you a side salad." Oh, <laughs> mom, that's what moms are for, isn't she's it? Though she's the All best. Right. Don't worry, Stephen. I got gotcha. you. Okay, you don't got me because you refuse to let me in your house either. <laughs> no, I meant your mom. I was doing oh, your mom's oh. voice. <laughs> okay. All right. So, Roy up. Yes. What do you got? You got anything real quick before we finish up the show? I, I think there's a Florida man story on the chat that you should go for because that's your story? thing. Yeah. Oh. Look on the chat. Uh, Florida man killed by an alligator while hiding from cops. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd Matt, like that. It says Matthew Riggins, 22, was fatally chomped by an 11-foot gator after allegedly breaking into a home, then hiding from the cops barefoot uh, in Barefoot Bay Lake. So he jumped, I guess, in a lake where there's crocodiles or alligators. Oh, my God. To try to hide from the police. He Uh, got what was coming to him. When the police found him, the 22-year-old was missing part of his arm. (laughs) (laughs) I guess he'll think twice before running from the cops again. If you're going to commit a crime, don't don't jump into a... Uh, alligator infested lake or pond. <laughs> Does it say what he did? I have no idea. What he, I guess, well, I tell you one thing. Uh, he ain't going to be stealing anything. He's only got one arm. He only has one <laughs> arm. <laughs> Justice was served. Justice served. Justice served. They should just don't even put him in prison. They just, uh, you know, all right, you, you, you got your arm chopped off by an alligator. That's You learned your lessons. You learned your lesson. I know, yeah. right? Does he yeah. go to jail now? <laughs> I don't know. Guy. I don't know if it says here. Uh, anyway, uh, before we get out of here, I. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for a couple other funny Florida man uh, stories because there's always good ones. I don't and know why movie, all these. Uh, Netflix is coming out with a show called Florida Man. Oh, really? I, I gotta look into it because I don't know if it's the same if it's about like these articles. But anyway, before we get out of here. Um, I will finish up with this real quickly. This is kind of a cool story. Now, uh, Roy, you travel a lot. You like to go. You ever? You like to go to Airbnbs, right? Yeah, I prefer hotels because I feel like the Airbnb. There's always. It never looks exactly like it does in the pictures. That's but, true. Yeah, but yeah, they're, okay. they're good generally. Well, here, here's here's a good here's a good story. Okay, this is an interesting story. You know, kind of weird. It's a, it's a good lighten up story. It's not like wild and crazy. Uh, uh-huh. But um, it's called I built an Airbnb treehouse in my yard. <laughs> <laughs> so people just come to his backyard. Yes. It says I charge up to two hundred and fifty dollars a night and I've already made enough money as a host to quit my job. Wow. Uh, that's right. Uh, and there's a picture of him and his wife and with the and he built an Airbnb out of a treehouse. Now, let me see here if I can. Does, it's, does he a- live somewhere cool? Yeah, he li- well, no, he lives in his own house. This is in his backyard. But I mean, like um, in a cool like area of the country, or or somewhere um, scenic, or, or am I just going to build a treehouse in my backyard and start making money? Yeah, I don't know. It says here. Uh, uh, I'm trying to find the story. Oh, expand article. Oh God, I hate technology. <laughs> <laughs> it says Will Sutherland 
owns a treehouse Airbnb on his property. It took him about six months to build. When he first got the idea, he thought it would be a pipe dream. He'd never be able to do it. Now he makes $30,000 per year renting it out and gets to watch guests make memories in it. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. Like he was. Well, yeah, he also he, yeah, he also <laughs> watches them, too. Um, <laughs> but check this out. This is what the bizarre thing. It says, even before I bought my house, I had the idea of building a tree house on the four acre property. When I walked around the site for the first time, I saw two trees sitting over a rock ledge and wanted to put a tree house there. <laughs> and at the time, it was a pipe dream that I never <laughs> thought would actually be able to come true. And there's pictures of it. It actually looks really nice, but it's extremely small. There is a bathroom mm -hmm. in it. Oh. Uh, he goes, I built uh, the tree house by myself and it took me six Good months for him. I carried every I carried every piece of wood, every piece of flooring, uh, everything. He did everything himself. A labor um, of love. That's right. Yeah. And it's, it says here, um, my wife said, as long as you build another bathroom for guests, I'm all for it. Because for years, this is the weird part. For years, our guests, they apparently had another Airbnb uh -huh. uh, for years, our guests in our Airbnb. Airbnb schoolie. Do you know what an Airbnb schoolie is? No, I have no idea. This is the bizarre part. How would, would you stay here? They took an abandoned bus and made it into an <gasps> Airbnb. A school bus. Ew. <laughs> they took a school bus, <laughs> a converted school bus had been, uh, and they said uh, Airbnb schoolie, they call it. A converted school bus had been using the bathroom in our house. Ew, so the whole they, thing they is had, weird. They had guests Strangers. who were staying at the staying in a school bus as the Airbnb, and if they had to go to the bathroom, they would knock on the uh, the, the the people's door. Hello, Ew. I've got to go. Yeah, I'm uh, living in like, a school bus. I'm living in a school bus. What about the middle of the night? They just knock on the door, wake them up. Like 3 a.m. Sometimes you have to go to the bathroom, right? Well, do you remember when we were young with uh, Chinese school drills? You remember what a Chinese school drill was? <laughs> no. You don't remember that? Like a fire drill? A Chinese fire drill. Do you know what that is? <laughs> they used to call it a Chinese fire drill. When we were in elementary school, Roya, the That's bus would, would stop and they would uh -huh. open the back door and we'd all have to go out the back way. It was called oh, a Chinese. I do remember that, but they it actually called, called it a Chinese fire drill. That's right. That's what I remember it as. They were very racist back in the early 80s. <laughs> I think you made that. I think in your mind you called it that. No, that's what we called it. They're like, Chinese fire drill! And they opened up the back door and we all had to get out. And that's what these people did on their schoolie bus. I when do they remember had to go to that. the background, they just said, oh, Chinese fire drill, open back door and go pee. <laughs> and then they have to knock on the owner's uh, door and they have to let them in. Ew. I don't want anyone in my house. I don't want anyone using the bathroom in my house, even people who I know. <laughs> well, isn't that a good story? That's a good story. <laughs> well, I, I like that he was able to quit his job and he's like living this life that, that he always wanted. Good for him. I like yeah, that. Have, he's an entrepreneur yeah. now. That's right. He works and, for himself. Uh, you look it up. You look at it. It's actually it's a very small, but at least they have a bathroom in there. All right. We've got about 60 seconds. Roy, up. is there anything you'd like to say before we Head off uh, on another week here. Um, back to you, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know, next week, I'm going to say this. Please, Roya, next week, will you be professional and be prepared? I, I was counting on you to have all the funny stories. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I want to thank everyone uh, tuning in. Uh, thank you very much. And I would like to thank my mother for letting me sit in the dark in her house. And, um, and, and please, walk behind you. And walk behind me. And please, let's, uh, let's not ban side salads anymore. Thank you very much, everybody. 
Shavua Tov. Have a great week. I love you all. <laughs> Have a great week. Where can you get the inside news on Israel? At Israel News Talk Radio, we're dedicated to sharing Israel's inside story with the world by providing our listeners with news on Israeli politics, current affairs, and Israeli Jewish culture. The Israel News Talk Radio homepage also provides you, the listener, with useful information at your fingertips with scrolling news headlines, weather, currency exchange, Shabbat candlelighting times, and so much more. Our radio programming is always accessible and on demand. We operate absolutely free of charge for everyone, everywhere. If you love what we do, partner with us now by becoming an Israel News Talk Radio supporter. With your support, you'll be inscribed on our Israel News Talk Radio Wall of Fame. There's nothing like us in the world. Be part of something great. Israel News Talk Radio. Straight talk from Israel. Howdy, this is Rita from League City, Texas, now living in Israel. And though my heart may have belonged to Texas, it now belongs to Israel and all the fantastic show hosts at Israel News Talk Radio. Hi, this is Michael Solomon from Kiryat Darba, Israel. And why do I love listening to Israel News Talk Radio? Because I love listening to the interesting interviews they do and their news reporting that most other media sources don't cover. Hey, this is Nicole Eko from Malmo, Sweden. It gets pretty cold here in Sweden, so I love cuddling up with a warm cup of tea while I listen to Israel News Talk Radio. Hey, everybody, this is Frank Carr from Tennessee. Me and my dog Buster really love listening to Israel News Talk Radio. <laughs> You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. opinion and more you're listening to israel news talk radio